This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get reward points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is sponsored by Magic Rock Brewing. Currently, you can get free delivery on all orders over £40 and 10% of all online orders by using our code of TakesThatChance10. Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And he takes that chance! And Moyskade onside. Here's Mounier. 2 0 Huddersfield down on the opening day of the Premier League. One two wicket to Here's Moy right footed. 1 0 Huddersfield town. Lindelof misses his header. De Quattro's in. Round De Gea. 2 0 Huddersfield town. 2 0 Huddersfield town. Here's Sanka to turn it into the pass. Yes! yes! Tommins scored! Tommins has scored! One of the most important goals of Huddersfield Town's history! De Plattras forward, De Plattras got the better! Yes! And Laurent De Plattras scores! Laurent De Plattras scores! Uh, we're time to take on the Hatters, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the warm-up episode 16. Joining me, your host for today, Brady Frost. We've got a feather in our cap with this guest. It's uh, Tadcaster Albion manager, Paul Quinn. How are you, Paul? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. No, thanks for coming on, mate. I hope you liked the pun as well there. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I'm just Good still way. trying to work it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, still getting there. <laughs> um, no, so joining me and Paul is uh, Marcus Wilkinson, Town Women Assistant Manager who has joined us once again and is proving that he's someone you can hang your hat on. How are you, Marcus? Yeah, very good, thank you. Uh, that intro was definitely better than the last one, so it starts well, me to go on, eh? Yeah, well, like you say, practice makes perfect. What do you <laughs> uh, management lads say? T- trust the process? There we go. Trust the process. Trust the process. <laughs> <laughs> so, lads, so we've got looting at the weekend. Um, obviously, the transfer window has has been and gone, um, but just a little bit about Luton there. Above just one place above us in the table, sitting in thirteenth, going into this game, and a point above, uh, they've won. They've only won three of their last ten league matches, but they've only lost one home game in the last six home matches. And 
obviously, as we know, Huddersfield haven't been that good away this season. So um, we'll just chat a little bit about the previous game in, in November because, Quinny, you were you were keen to stress that you've done a lot of research <laughs> for the previous game. Um, but for me, it was a bit similar to how we've seen Town play last season, give away a bit of a cheap goal, have a bit of a well-crafted goal and can't really push for the win. Um, but I'll come to you first, Quinny. What, what did you make of the game? Well, I think, first of all, you compare the potential team for the Luton game away compared to what we played at home. It's going to be a lot of changes. I think you look through the team and, like I said, Ben Hayman was in goals and numerous other changes as well. So that's the first starting point. I think it's probably one of those games that's typified town season so far, dominant with the ball, loads of possession, but just lacked that killer instinct. Um, obviously, they've been disappointed with the goal they conceded in the first half, but then rallied second half and showed that spirit that we, we, we saw at Bristol last week. So, you know, I think it's set up for another another good game in Luton are the, I think, third or fourth lowest scoring team in the league. And, um, you know, if, if Huddersfield, if we can keep the back door shut and be a little bit more clinical, then fingers crossed we can get maximum points. Big if there, mate. But uh, yeah, I like, I like the confidence. Uh, Marcus, what about yourself? I know it's casting your mind a while back. Yeah, um, I remember it was 1-1 with John Smiths. And, you know, overall, it, like Quinny said there, it was one of them games where Town had a lot of the ball and just frustrating as, as they have been at times throughout the season. So hopefully um, we can put that right. Um, again, like you said, they're d- different different starting eleven. Uh, a few players come, a few players out injured. So um, it'll be interesting to see what, what Carlos goes this weekend. No, definitely. And I'm actually going to um, go a little bit off off script here and ask you, uh, well, ask you, Marcus, just, what what have you made of town recently? Because we haven't had you lads on for a couple of weeks or the main one. So what are you kind of thinking of town at the moment? Um, obviously, we, the results have not been not been perfect, but, you know, the, the small positives out of the games that, you know, we have been creating a lot of chances. I think the Bristol City one in particular, um, you know, we lost that game 2-1, but I think we created, what was it, 25 chances in the game and hit the post or bar four times. So, um, obviously, it's just defensively we need to tighten up and cut the individual mistakes out because I think we've made a lot of individual errors. But I think this is one of the games where, you know, we can potentially win and, and if we create as many chances as we have been then I feel like we will we will um, have a bit of success on Saturday Lovely what about yourself Quinny because I, I remember you were on after we'd just watched the Bristol game and you were like I can't believe we didn't get anything you just yeah so what about yourself I, I think we're heading in the right direction I think we've got like a clear way that we're playing um, a clear philosophy whatever you want to call it and we're pleasing on the eye there's no two ways about it I, I'm really enjoying watching us play um, I think we're on the front foot in games. We're really expansive, bags of energy, and it, it's good to see. I think that just the missing ingredient now is is getting that string of results together. And we talked about it after the game at Bristol, didn't we? And you know, goals win games. I know it's a simple thing to say, but that's probably what's just lacking at the moment. And as Marcus alluded to there, I think there's occasions where you know you look at the the first goal we conceded, the, the goal we conceded against Stoke at home. You know, arguably we, we've caused those problems ourselves, but. Um, if we can cut those errors out, and I know it sounds simplistic, but just minimise those errors and, and start being clinical at the other end, then I think everything else is, is moving in the right direction. And a couple of the new additions as well, be getting used to the way that obviously Carlos is setting the team up. And I think the future is really exciting. Um, with a couple of additions, I think we can be back pushing where we want to be as a club. 
No, definitely. And I suppose that I'll ask you, ask you lads, because it's rare we have um, both people and management set up on this. But um, obviously, Town have made the most errors in the league this season, leading to goals with six. Um, how I don't know if you've been in this situation yourselves, lads, but uh, what do you kind of do to the players or motivate the players when they keep making mistakes? You know, what's kind of the your advice or, you know, something you could pass on to the Town team? Just one of them, um, you know, m- mistakes happen. Um, you know, you can be a goalkeeper, defender anywhere, you can make mistakes and it's just a case of, you know, sometimes just reverting back to basics, um, whether that's a simple five-yard pass or trying to do too much on the ball. It's literally just, you know, put an arm around a player and ask them what went wrong and what they were thinking at that current time and then basically tell them, perhaps advise them what to do next time rather than making the same errors over and over again. Yeah, I, th- I think it's um, <clears throat> it's difficult with the way town are setting up to play as well. I think there has to be a- an element of accepting that there's going to be errors made. I mean, you look at obviously the the parallels with our uh, with our rivals down the road for obvious reasons. Leeds are similar, aren't they? You know, they, they do give opportunities away and they do give up op- the opposition opportunities and I think with the manager that we've brought in and his background and the way that he wants to play, I don't think that's going to change. So, but I think we've got we've got to offset that with how many positives we're going to get with the way that we're playing, um, and hopefully just how score teams. And you know, it's it's going to be a roller coaster, isn't it? Game within a game, it's going to be a roller coaster. I think during seasons, it's going to be a roller coaster. But one thing I think we can't argue about is we've been good to watch recently. We've just got to get those results now and and try and limit them. Eliminate their mistakes, and again, it's down to individuals. You know, some of those players might be able to take a bit of a bit of a rollicking. I mean, I don't know Carlos's style, but some of them, as Marcus said, might need an arm round and just that little bit of education or whatever. But um, you know, there's some experienced players, and you think about Keo coming in with the experience he's got. Um, I think it'll stand us in good stead moving forward. No, definitely. Let's just hope he doesn't play that uh, risky ball like he did at <laughs> the weekend. Um, so we'll we'll move on to Luton anyway, and, and their key players. I'll. I'll kind of jump in first unless I've um, got one of your picks. But someone who, who's kind of stood out to me, um, not a big name, but um, someone who's kind of like key to the team is Sonny Bradley. Um, so their captain. I mean, he's played the most minutes and, and matches for Luton this season. And he is what I'd call like your classic defender willing to get stuck in and a bit of a presence at the back. And um, obviously we've, we know <laughs> a lot about Towns, uh, Towns issues with scoring at the moment. I think he might be, Kind of one of the key key battles going into this game. Um, but what about yourself, Marcus? Who who have you kind of singled out? Um, the young lad on loan from Leicester, Kane and Dewsbury Hall. Um, you know, he's a creative midfield player, and he's got I think three goals and three assists this season, and he can unlock defenses. So he's one that I think we need to um, get Jonathan Hogg to to mark him and uh, give him a bit of a kick, and hopefully keep him a little bit quiet. Yeah, that's, I'd agree with that. I think that's that's the player I identified as well. I think Leicester tried to recall him a, a few weeks ago, but just yeah. missed out on the deadline. And um, yeah, just just look, I was looking at some of the stats from his performances: top assists, most amount of touches, most crosses per ninety minutes, most passes in the final third. Um, you know, you look at you look at a goal scorer, don't you? When you're looking at this type of area, and the top goal scorer has got six at the moment. That's Bree, and you know. Behind that, Kieran uh, Keenan Jewsbury Hall, I think, is somebody that we need to keep tabs on and keep an eye on during the game. Um, 100% agree with Marcus on that one. 
No, and he sounds like a lovely country house in Yorkshire Jewelry Hall, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> That's my analysis, guys. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we'll go on to um, key players for town. Um, I, I went first last time, so I'll, I'll let you go, uh, Quinny. We'll we'll do a reverse. Who who have you singled out for town? I think I think the way we're playing, I think to make us tick, if um, the full backs are on fire and are playing well, I think that's critical to the way we're playing. So. Um, yeah, the, the both both the fullbacks for me are absolutely pivotal um, to our performances, and you've seen how many times they've got in the penalty box, got crosses into the box, created chances. Um, so yeah, they'd be my pick um, as a pair would be the, would be the two fullbacks, which I presume will pick themselves in terms of Toffolo and um, Pippa. I'll, I'll let you off, mate. You've you've gone for two, but as soon as you're a guest, <laughs> I'll, I'll let you pick one. Marcus, what about yourself? Uh, I'm going for Mbenza in this one. Um, you know, he got the assist in the Stoke game and, you know, he's recently just got back in the side after injury and we know he can create chances and we know he likes to uh, score goals as well. So hopefully he can grab a goal or assist at the weekend and, you know, have another good performance. No, definitely. He's, got, he's, not, been, um, he's not been so hot recently, has he, Mbenza? No. But, uh... No. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's, he's due, due a performance, isn't he? Due a performance. I like it. I like it. We're all positive on here. This is good. Yeah. And cheering me up, lads. Uh, I've gone for um, I've gone for Dwayne Holmes because I thought in the Stoic game he came on. Um, he didn't, you know, didn't have much to do, but he put in some very teasing crosses into the box. And if we did have a bit more of a prolific striker, yes, I've used the S word. Um, I think we could have. Um, potentially uh, maybe got another goal out of there and it depends where he starts or not but I, I think you know just even having him on the bench and coming on I think he could uh, could make a real difference in this game um, but yeah we will see um, again I'm going to go off piece here guys I can I can see the worry in your eyes but um, how do you think the game's going to going to go uh, on Saturday I'll come to you Quinny what do you kind of expect I've got a feeling <laughs> it's a song by the way um, that I think it's going to be a good day for us. I think I can see things coming together and I just think we're, we're close to a performance that clicks and I think this could be the day. So I'm going to be massively, massively optimistic here and I'm going to go for... Do you want me to give you a scoreline? I'll wait, I'll wait to the end, but... Um, right, yeah. <laughs> OK. I'm going to go for an expansive Huddersfield performance away from home where we're on the front foot, but I'll leave the result until you give me the nod. <laughs> I love this. Look, look at this, mate. You've done your research. Listeners won't be able to see this, yeah. but uh, it's great. <laughs> Marcus, what about yourself? I realise I do. We do actually cover this later, but do you know what? It's been one of them weeks. So, uh, Marcus, <laughs> what about yourself? Yeah, um, an interesting one. I think the first goal in this game will be vital. Um, you know, they scored seven, uh, scored first seven times of the twelve home games they've played so far and gone on to win. So. Uh, I think if if we can start well and you know perhaps get ourselves in front, then I think we stand a really good chance. But like you said before, I think if we end up going behind, they can they can see games out really well. You know, Nathan Jones has got them really well drilled. Like and you mentioned, Sonny Bradley and you know there's Martin Craney back there and James Bree and I think Brad uh, Dan Potts. So they've got a very good defensive line in terms of I think the ninth is it best defensive record in the league. Um, so like I said I think we just need a really really good start and hopefully create some chances and get a couple of goals No here's hoping mate I mean so we're going to come on to uh, Return to the Mac you said you would nearly sing a song there Quinny you don't want to sing Return to the Mac for us do you? 
<laughs> Maybe one of our few beers. I'll come back yeah, right. <laughs> Get this man some beers. Right. Um, anyway. So, yeah, return to the Mac. Which former town player you'd bring back for this one-off game? Uh, everyone hates me when I do this because I just pick anyone from, uh, you know, the 16-17 season. Um, but I will go first because I've not, I've not picked someone from that season. Um, it was a bit before my time, but I'm judging him on what he kind of went on to do. Um, and it was under Peter Jackson. Jacko used him off the bench a bit and he did well uh, and then was a right winger in the 06-07 season. Um, but I, when I was checking, he had 22 goals in 84 games for town, and that is Gary Taylor Fletcher. All right, okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, what do you why, think have you, why have you gone? For, why have you gone for him? Well, because I think, um, well, because we need a goal scorer. I think that's, yeah. <laughs> that's that. Uh, but also, I think having a right winger. I know Mbenz has been good, but he's he's gone off the ball a little bit. And I think, given how Campbell's not the most prolific, we kind of need someone like we saw with Karoma you know, cutting in as a wide forward to, to score some yeah. goals. Does that does that work you, out for you, you? When you say before my time, what does that mean? Because that makes me feel quite old. Well, <laughs> uh, I don't want to make everyone feel old, but um, I was I was 12 in, in 2006. So, oh, okay. um, it, you know, it's not like I was like, oh, yes, I remember yeah. him scoring all those 22 goals. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, but, mate. This is the most <laughs> questioned I've ever been for a pick. But not even enough. My memory might be a little bit better than yours because I remember watching uh, Taylor Fletcher play quite a bit. So, um, is it a good shout? It is a good shout. It is a good shout. Right. Okay. Well, well, I'm going to go to you then, Quinnick, and now I'm going to question you incredibly about this as well. Um, (laughs) Well, if you you think Gary Taylor Fletcher were before your time, my pick is definitely, definitely before your time. (laughs) Right. So I'm going to go. I'm. I'm going to. It's a bit of a. I don't know. I'm just thinking in terms of the way we're playing at the moment. Perhaps what we need. It might seem a bit of an old school pick, but I've gone for a big, strong centre forward, and I've gone for um, Mr. Roberts from the Johan Roberts. Uh, I am. Roberts. I've gone for Mr. Roberts. So he got you know big goal scorer for town, six foot three. Um, I think I think something like that. So I know perhaps it doesn't fit with. Well, it might, I said after the Bristol game, maybe it does fit with the way we're playing. I think that's what we need, and I think having somebody like him up top particular way from home against Luton, I think would be absolutely ideal. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cosy, what, what's your favourite away day? Matt, it's got to be the city ground at Nottingham. Just old school stadium, you're right near the pitch, great atmosphere. But there's nothing like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I think that's a good shout, mate. Um, you also got a little dig about me getting his name wrong in the poll as well. So uh, yeah. you won't be back on. <laughs> uh, Marcus, what about yourself? Um, f- for me, you know, relatively easy one, a big fan favourite. Um, quite recent, so we-, we all remember him playing. 
Um, and purely just for the fact that we need goals and, you know, his finishing ability could score all types of goals. Uh, and especially with crosses going into the box. So for me, it is Jordan Rhodes. Um, oh, nice. Like I said, I think he was pivotal in his time at town and, you know, he, he could score all kinds of goals from heads, his feet, you know, front post, back post, anything he, he could score. So I think with the amount of chances that we're creating at the moment, I think it'd be, it'd be massive for us. I like that. Lads, what I will say as well is we have had those two picks before. Yeah. So before any listeners are like, oh, we've had them before. Um, what I would say is guests get special permission in this new rule that I've just made up now. Uh, so, yeah, I think they're good shouts, lads. Uh, very good. You can tell we we all think we need a striker, clearly. So, uh, <laughs> nice one. Well, um, Chris isn't on tonight and neighbours Matt. Um, I asked I asked both of them, but Twitter only lets you do f- uh, four players in this poll. So Matt got back to me first, and he went for this is before my time, I think, uh, Quinny Craig Maskell. Okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah, apparently, <laughs> and the reasoning was scored goals and Campbell doesn't. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, lo- lovely as always, Matt. Uh, so anyway, enough of us. We're going to hear from. Um, a Luton Town fan now. Uh, so I spoke to Kevin Harper from Luton Town Supporters Trust, and here's what he had to say. We're recording. Cool. I'm joined on the line now by uh, Kev from the Luton Town Supporters Trust. Cheers for coming on, mate. Yeah, all, all good, mate. My pleasure. No, no, nice one. Um, so obviously we're talking about the game on Saturday. Uh, the transfer window has has just shut. Um, how? I suppose I'll ask firstly. How how did you think of your business? Were you pleased with it? Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, I think whenever you go into a transfer window, if you come out of it better than when you went into it, you can't really complain. A striker, a winger, and uh, a utility player—it's all good. And we only lost an on-loan left back from that. So yeah, I mean, obviously there's um, Elijah Adebayo, who I'm guessing uh, is going to get quite a lot of attention on Saturday, given that he chose us reportedly over Huddersfield. And obviously there's Tom Ince, which you guys won't need no introduction to. Uh, and Cal Naismith, pretty good um, championship player. So, yeah, all in all, delighted. We've ticked a couple of boxes that we needed to tick and um, got some championship experience in, which is never a bad thing. Yeah, it was interesting because, obviously, this is just me being a, a bit a Huddersfield Town fan, but I saw comments from Ad- Adebayo that said um, Huddersfield was his prime destination, but then, obviously, you guys came in. I mean, um, what, what did you... I don't know if you saw them. But what, what did you think of them? I realise I'm kind of... Just going a bit off the uh, off key here. <laughs> Typical football chat, really, isn't it? You know, when you when you're introducing yourself to a new side, you know. Um, I, I like the player. He, he he seems to be exactly what we look for in a player: a young, exciting guy, uh, raw that can that can improve. So yeah, pretty excited about that. As for you know the Huddersfield link and all of that, I mean that's between him and them, really, isn't it? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's just me being. I'll stop being bitter anyway, mate. So <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on to the um, to the previous match. Obviously, it was um, it was one one when you you played us at our place. Um, what did you What did you kind of make of Huddersfield in the previous game? Yeah, a lot different to what we saw last season. Actually, I guess that was to be expected, wasn't it? The Cowleys have a certain reputation, uh, and this guy uh, that you've got now, excuse me, I've forgotten his name. Um, obviously, he learned his craft under Bielsa, so you know, is as chalk and cheese, and you could kind of see that. Huddersfield were in transition when we went there. We actually like to play a similar possession-based game. So in a way, we both cancelled each other out, didn't we? We had the first half, you had the second half, and we kind of met in the middle with a 1-1 draw. But yeah, Huddersfield looked an awful lot better this season than what 
I thought they did. Certainly in that game at your place last season, uh, towards the end of the season after lockdown, completely different side. Yeah, and I think, I suppose it's we, we had this when we were in the Premier League, but because Luton historically aren't a big team, people kind of under, underrate him really when I think you've been quite good. Um, but I was keen to ask really because obviously you're mid-table at the moment, um, halfway through the season. Did you expect that or, you know, how, how, would you, how would you kind of think it's gone so far? Yeah, I wouldn't say I expected to be where we are. I hoped that we would be an awful lot better than we were last season. I think Nathan Jones is a big part of that and I'm sure you'll come on to that in a second. Uh, I think under him, we always improve season on season, league position and, you know, the squad and everything else. So I expected an improvement. But when you only avoid relegation on the last day, to then jump up to mid-table so quickly, probably a little bit of a surprise. We're probably six to 12 months ahead of where I thought we'd be. That's good to hear. Um, I suppose, yeah, we've we talked about it a lot, but just how, how much of an influence has Nathan Jones um, been a part of this? Because from the outside, it looks like it's, well, pretty much all him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's massive. Um, you know, obviously the way he left and everything, you know, didn't go down too well, but keeping us up was, I don't know, and I think he was probably the only one who could keep us up last season. We were doomed when football stopped and, um, you know, it's a kind of a Herculean effort to keep us up. So um, to carry on the good work from when he was first here to pick up and everything, you know, these players, they seem to gel for him. They seem to work for him. There's there's an infectiousness within him that gets the best out of these players. And you know, well, he's clearly doing that still this season, isn't he? No, definitely. And we'll, we'll come on to, to the game uh, at the weekend. Um, I'm expecting a uh, Tom Ince and Adebayo 2-1 uh, win for you guys. Just best. But um, what, what, what are you expecting from the game at the weekend and how are you guys kind of set up? Yeah, I think we're a lot better at home than we are away. And I think the same sort of suits Huddersfield, doesn't it? I think that's why we're kind of in mid-table and, um, and safely in mid-table. Uh, we will probably set up uh, kind of a either 4-1-4-1 or four two three one, depending on where we play Dewsbury Hall, who, who is the standout man, the one that Huddersfield need to watch. Sometimes we we kind of get him collecting the ball off the defence and running with it, and then other times we we put a protector to the defence and 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 let him do his thing, sort of in the attacking half of the pitch. Um, so you you know, depending on that, I don't know if Tomins is going to be fit to start the game. So if he isn't, that will probably take away any chances of that. Sort of four, the four one four one being a four three three kind of thing. Um, but all in all, we're, we're an awful lot more attacking at home than we are away. So uh, yeah, I would expect us to be on the front foot, or at least try to be on the front foot. Yeah, I, I think that I think it could be actually quite an interesting game, really, because we we're terrible at conceding goals, and like I say, you are you've got a good record at home. So I suppose I always ask this, and you know, the championship is a bit of a crazy crazy league, so you never know. But um, if I had to push you for a score prediction for Saturday, what what do you think? got to be the most foolish question to answer in all of championship football, isn't it? Um, I, I think we'll win. I think we are really, really positive at home. Certainly under this manager, uh, he, he knows how to get us playing at home. Uh, I think we've only lost one of our last eight. So I've got to be looking at a, a town win, especially with the sort of boost that the signings have given us. Um, we're generally pretty good defensively, though. So I'm hoping, you know, maybe 2-0. Uh, you might not be too far wrong, you know, with 2-1. But yeah, 2-0, 2-1, somewhere in that ballpark. No, I like it. Well, I hope you're wrong, mate, but uh, <laughs> we'll see anyway. <laughs> but um, no, thanks for coming on, Kev, and uh, best luck for the rest of the season after. Saturday yeah, absolutely. Cup. Pleasure. Same same to yourselves. And uh, judging by the league table, I'm sure we'll reconvene next season. No, so, yeah, here's hoping, mate. All right. Cheers, man. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. 
All right, cool. So we've heard from Kevin. Um, and now we're going to hear from you, lads. So we're going to go for you're the coach. So kind of jump the gun a bit here with it. Um, but I'm going to ask what how you kind of see us lining up and what you're expecting from the game. You've kind of covered it, Quinny, but I'll go to you you first, Marcus. Um, what are you seeing for the game? You're the coach. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go in a 4 2 3 1 formation. So I'm going to go with Schofield in goal. Uh, the full backs that Quinny touched on before, both Pippa and Toffolo. Uh, Nabi Saab and Richard Keogh at centre back. I'm going to go for Hogg and Vallejo as the two holding anchor players. Um, I'm going to go with Mbenzo on the right. Dwayne Holmes just behind the striker with uh, Rolando Evans off the left. And I'm actually going to go with. Phillips up front. Um, you know, Fraser Campbell's had a lot of games recently in his age, so I think we need to look after him a little bit. So I think it'd be a perfect chance for, for Kieran Phillips to have, have his first start. Cool. You dropped O'Brien as well. No O'Brien in your team. Why is that? Why is that? Just, you know, he's he's not been as creative as um as we like this season. So I think it's just, you know, let him have a little bit of a rest again and recharge and then hopefully rekindle some form going into the back end of the season. Oh, well, you're lucky, mate, because uh, Chris isn't on this week. He would be fuming. He's the yeah. fine brand. <laughs> no, I'm a, I am a big fan, but, you know, um, I just think with Dwayne Holmes coming in, I think he'd be, you know, just take his place for this weekend. No, it's a good shout. Don't worry, mate. I won't, I won't question you on it anymore. Sure <laughs> choice. Uh, go on then, Quinny. What are you thinking? Similar, similar, but um, I'm going to go... Score fielding goals, back four, Pippa, Saar, Kio, Toffolo. Uh, I'm going to go for a one holding Vallejo. I'm going to leave uh, Hogg for another week just to make sure he's right. Uh, in front of him, Holmes and O'Brien. I think O'Brien, for me, does a lot of unselfish work. Um, a lot of, lot of runs forward that create space for Toffolo and create space for the other fullback as well when he's on that side. So I'm going to leave him in. Uh, Aaron's on the left and Ben's on the right. And I'm, I'm going to agree with Marcus, I think. Let's throw Phillips in, give him a whirl. Um, I think Campbell's, you know, found it tough last few games, and you know, obviously not got the goals perhaps we'd, we'd have liked him to have got. And I think it's a great opportunity. I, I'm a big believer in throwing the kids in and giving them a whirl. And um, I think this is the, this is the game to, to put him in and, and, and let him, let's see what he can do. I like that. That's good reasoning. I, I mean, for myself, I've gone for the same as you, Quinny. Apart from I've kept Campbell in. Um, the only thing I would say is I, I agree he's not been on the best form, but if if he's not work, I, I'd give him the first because, well, as I'm sure you lads know, he does a lot of work off the ball, even when he's falling over and you know not hitting the net. Um, so he pulls the defenders ragged, but I'd just bring on Phillips a bit earlier, you know, rather than the last ten minutes, maybe bring him on yeah. like at sixty, um, so he can have a run around. But like I say, I, I think. Um, yeah, Hogg Hog isn't quite ready yet. Um, and I think Holmes is still getting used to it. So a, a bit of a stronger bench, which is good. Um, but anyway, I'm going to come on to the score predictions to close off. I'll, I'll start because mine's quick. I think we're rubbish at home. Um, uh, sorry, we're not rubbish at home. We're rubbish away and this game is away. Good, good prep there, Brady. Uh, <laughs> we've not won away since October. Um, and... We've not got a win yet, and I don't think we'll get a win here. I think I'm going to go for a, a one-all draw like we did at the weekend because I just think Luton will probably score against us. Um, but I hope I'm wrong. What about yourself, Marcus? Um, I just reiterate what you said there to start off with, and I, th- I think we're second bottom in terms of away form. Um, so we've not been the best um, away from home, but touching on what 
both myself and Quinny said previously about creating chances and you know getting in good areas of the pitch and dominating games. I actually think we'll um, we'll be all right in this game, and I'm going to say we'll uh, get a two-one away victory. Okay. Go on then, Quinn. Quinny, you have the you have the nod. Right, I'm I'm massively optimistic. I think we're on the front foot. I think we're very very close to a performance clicking in all areas, and I think this could be the day. I'm going to be massively optimistic and positive going into this, and I'm going to. I think we'll concede. I think we'll concede because I just think that's the way we're at at the moment. I'm going to go for a three-one Huddersfield away win. Oh, love that! Oh, love that! <laughs> Love it, mate. Go on then. Who who's going to get the goals? I don't normally ask, but just because you uh, I'm going to go for um, Toffolo coming in off the line, gets a little cut back. Um, he's going to score. Toffolo's going to score. I'm going to go for O'Brien um, arriving late in the box, and then I'm going to go for a Phillips goal as well if he gets the start. If he doesn't get the start, I'm going to go for Embenza. Those are going to be three. Oh, mate! If this comes off. <laughs> I'd be very impressed. Put a tenner on it as well, brother. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. I've, what I've got got... Say, uh, uh, he's even uh, talked us through the goals there as well, so he's uh, almost <laughs> predicted the future. Brilliant. <laughs> Bloody yeah. hell. If it's the complete opposite, I'll never be on again. I'll, uh, oh, mate. I'll, mess- predict- I'll message you on Saturday if that works. You can give me a lot of it as well. So, uh... <laughs> We're going to get investigated for match fixing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, mate. I, I could, oh, God, it's a shame I'm crap at football because uh, if you were my manager at Tadcaster, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, go on, we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, nice one. Well, anyway, I realise we're just laughing and not really offering much. So uh, I think we'll call the, the podcast here. But um, cheers for coming on, lads. It's been a fun one. And um, yeah, thanks to everyone who gave it a listen. So uh, cheers for going on, lads. Cheers, guys. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Oh, what a night. Late in May in 2017 Shinder scored, it was a happy dream What a feeling, what a night Oh, what a night Wagner singing, we are Premier League Greatest sight in Georgia Square did see. What an evening, what a night. Oh, I, I got a funny feeling when he walks and a fence, and then the commentator yelled, He takes that chance. So save him mesmerizing me Low, low charge and flattened all Chelsea Stanford Bridge, oh what a night Oh I, I got a funny feeling when he Yelled, he takes our chance. Oh, what a night! Oh, what a night!
Lads, what's your favourite 90th minute goal? Got to be Heffley against Leeds. A shot from Moy and sliding in at the death, Michael Heffley. Great finish to the game. Shared with my family, only made better by ordering McDonald's via McDelivery afterwards. Three points, not nugget share box, spot on. Order McDelivery now by the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 